0: to the JRVS Audio Newsletter, your place for Instagram news, tips, and inspiration. My name is Evelyn, an Instagram strategist for you nail techs. And since you're listening to the audio version of my monthly newsletter, I'll be adding in a little bit of context to my words since you're listening and not looking. So let's get into it. I am back to give you part two of how to create a flexible Instagram strategy. Now is a great time to grab your coffee or whatever you're going to join me with because I'm going to do a brief overview of what we talked about last time. Now just before I do that, just to give you some context of what you may or may not hear, um, I am transitioning my office space and neither space right now is done there's piles everywhere there's painting to be done there's there's just a lot so right now i am sitting at my kitchen table which is open to the living room and you probably will hear the turtle tank the water from that you may or may not hear my dog get up and walk around but you know what i thought i'm going to record the episode because it's earlier in the morning, it's relatively quiet, and it's cooler outside. I don't have the AC blaring, so it is what it is. We do the best with what we got, right? So as you know, or you may have learned about me from previous episodes, um, or the last episode, is that I really like illustrations. I think in pictures most of the time. So I gave a tree analogy for the first two parts of your strategy to create that flexible Instagram strategy. So your overall goal is like soil, and your content pillars are like the base of a tree. So let's get into the next two parts of that tree. So the third thing is that you want to figure out your frequency and this is like the branches of a tree so you can ask yourself how often you can reasonably create and put out quality content now this isn't a quality over quantity discussion or situation you want to do your best to create both 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 you know what I mean <laughs> so you have to determine How far you want to extend yourself with this. Your capacity determines and has a lot to do with your flexibility. So you'll want to get out paper. Um, If you can't right now, you can come back to this episode to go over these self-check questions. And these are things that I periodically have to ask myself as well and stay on top of. So the first question, how often am I posting? How often can I post on a consistent basis? How many days and hours can I devote to creating content? How often can I engage with my audience? What are my expectations of myself when I see others' content? How often and when will I take social media breaks? And the last one, what will I do when I find myself on social media without a purpose? So this is a crucial part of a strategy framework, figuring out that frequency piece, because without this, there is still confusion around the first two things we talked about, which is your goals and your content pillars. So it's great to know your overall goal. That's definitely going to help you have clarity. And having your content pillars established is going to help you be intentional with how you show up. So not figuring out that frequency and answering those questions we went over could result in unclear boundaries. And you may find that you need to outsource your content. That's an option to help you be flexible. But how much easier to do that when the first two things are established? And I know for myself, whenever I go outside of my personal social media boundaries, I feel it. Because now I've taken time away from something else. So if you feel that your boundaries are a little bit unclear, you may notice that you start to feel burnt out because you're not planning your time accordingly, or you're putting too much pressure on yourself to do things exactly how you did them a month ago, six months ago, or a year ago. And you may find yourself getting lost in everyone else's sauce, instead of staying true to your own. And this could make you feel inflexible, basically. So some people have teams to help them, and that's a very important piece um, of, like, information to keep in mind. Um, Take that into consideration with your own personal circumstances as a beauty brand. So the benefits of knowing your frequency, of how often you want to post, is keeping an eye on like how often you can and want to post. And this boundary helps you to determine how much you're able to extend yourself like those branches we talked about. So let's break this down just a little bit more and kind of lay out an example. So let's say you're able to post five days a week and each of those days you assign a specific content pillar whether that be to educate, to entertain, um, with a specific goal of how you're going to measure um, that piece of content. So on Mondays, you might share an entertaining piece of content and focus on the shares that you get. That's a very tangible goal. So you figure out, okay, I'm willing to spend two hours creating content and marketing my business each week. And I can engage with my audience for about 20 minutes those five days that I post. If I have something really special to share on my non post days, I will only spend 15 minutes on the app. Now this is just an example. So by being specific like this, you're able to create dated and time boundaries with yourself. So you have something to check against. This way, if you have to do less, you can continue to measure that as well. You don't want to be at the end of your rope with social media and not know how to get back to a more balanced place. So, I have some boundary setting tips for you um, to help you have more time and to be flexible. Now, as always, I say, you know, I give tips and strategy, but take what works for you and don't worry about the rest. You know, these are some of the things that have helped um, me personally. So the first thing, turn off notifications for Instagram and other social accounts so you're not tempted to check. Number two, set a time limit within the app for it to remind you that, hey, your time is up time to take a break and move on to something else. The third thing, get a social media scheduler so you aren't manually posting everything. Now, I personally use Later, but you could use the Meta Business Suite um, to schedule your content as well. And Later, um, you might have to fact check me on this, but I believe it's like, there's a free plan, there's a $15 a month plan, Um, and Meta Business Suite is completely free. So the fourth thing, unfollow accounts that go against your overall goals or don't make you feel good. And even if you don't want to unfollow the account, you can just mute them for a period of time. Number five, with... Instagram, there is a way to filter out comments like the ones wanting to create a logo for your brand and wanting to DM, wanting you to DM them your picture. You can actually um, do this by using specific phrases that you get often, and Instagram will automatically block their comments. Um, They won't even pop up on your posts anymore. So the sixth and final one is block people. I happen to be a blocker, (laughs) so if you look like a bot, smell like a bot, act like a bot, uh, you're probably getting blocked. So those are just some things that can create boundaries for yourself without you having to um, mentally do the extra work. So let's get into the fourth part of the framework, which is your ideas. Now, your ideas can be like the leaves of a tree. So once you establish the other things, then you can figure out how to incorporate your ideas into your framework. And what you'll find is that the ideas will flow a lot easier because you're not using your brain space and time with all the other details. Those things are already figured out. So when you have an idea, you know how, where, and when to use it. So when you're thinking of ideas, you can ask yourself these three questions. Does this tie back to my overall goal for using social media? Does this fit into one of my content pillars? Does this go against the boundaries I've set for myself? Now, it may seem like more work at first to establish all these things and it is in a way but it saves you so much frustration in the long run. You will probably have too many ideas to use I'm sure of it. So I hope with what we went over in part one and in this part two episode you're able to craft your own flexible strategy that works for you that you can continue to adjust over time. So thank you so, so much for listening, taking notes, following along, and I hope you have a rosy rest of your day.